Happy almost new year, guys. I can't believe 2022 is done. Most of you are going to be hearing this when we're already in 2023, which is crazy to even think about, right? Like, to think that this year has just flown by is insane. And if you've been listening to my podcast for long enough, you know that I have an annual tradition here to do a year in review so like my 2022 in review previously did 2021 and 2020 and of course i had to keep the tradition going i feel like a lot of what has gone on with me this year a lot of you are already aware of because i've shared in previous episodes but i did just want to you know kind of still keep the tradition going like i said and do this episode i won't make it too too long um it's probably going to be just like a 30 minute episode because i'm not going to delve too deeply into anything i've already touched on during the course of the year but i just wanted to share like more like a highlight style um episode and also just you know quick disclaimer i i won't be doing video for this episode just because um and video will be back in the new year we'll continue with the season and keep bringing new guests on the show like you guys love um so we had Rennie last time and there's there's really cool people coming um i think i'm doing more features than i've ever done before so you know stay tuned for that in the new year but just wanted to you know come on here and do this episode anyway enough of the ramble let's get into the 2022 in review so I think it's only right that I start this off mentally because I feel like the theme of this year on this podcast and in my whole life, to be honest, has been mental wellness. Um, If you know or have listened to this episode, you know that I have a very long journey as it pertains to my mental health. Um, In twenty, at the end of twenty twenty one, I was officially diagnosed with ADHD, but also with anxiety and depression. Um, So this year for me was just like very, very much me focusing on just getting my mental health right and quote-unquote winning the battle of the mind um and i think i did kind of do that to an extent i grew so much mentally this year it's insane to even think about um i was sharing with a friend that i I had a major win this year as a better mental health because this is the first year since 2017 that i haven't had a panic attack and Every time I think about it, it makes me emotional because it's just such a huge milestone in my mental health journey because, you know, even up until like the end of last year, like towards the end of last year, I was still dealing with, you know, extreme, extreme anxiety. Um, Just thinking back to where I've kind of come from on this journey is just insane to me. And it just shows, you know, the power that there is in taking your mental health seriously. And if listening to my podcast hasn't encouraged you to already, please, 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 I, I want you guys to believe, even if you're struggling with your mental health, that it can get better. It can get better if you give it the attention that it's due. And it's not a walk in the park. Like, it's not a walk in the park. And it's not something that, like, I think, you know, came easily. It was, you know, hours of therapy. It was, I, I take medication when I couldn't deal, like, to even help me be in a place to start to do the work. I needed medical assistance, right? So I got diagnosed medication. I'm still on the medication, even though I've kind of been off of it for some time now um but technically i'm still technically still on it um but i don't take it as frequently i still should but that's not what hits a lot um but yeah like i think just like putting that very intentional focus and intentional lens on my mental health and forgetting what people would think forgetting people's opinions forgetting 
because I feel like with mental health, like, you know, a lot of times we think about other people's opinions and, you know, sometimes we feel weak when we struggle and we feel like I should just be fine, but maybe you're not and that's okay, right? So I feel like, you know, that's something that like I really, really kind of focused on this year and I, I've definitely seen the benefits of doing so. Um, mentally as well, I'll say that like, I've gotten to a place where I'm able to have this internal dialogue with myself. Um, I'm just able to kind of be more in tune with myself. I've always kind of been self-aware, but I feel like this year kind of stepped it up. I think like I got to a place where I was, you know, just more comfortable in um, setting boundaries, right? And it's still a work in progress as far as setting boundaries go in general, but like specifically in my mind. So like when I find my mind going in a place where it shouldn't go, like I, I've been more intentional about like reeling myself back in and being like, hey, you know, internally in my head, like Tosin, let's investigate that. Like let's let's actually like investigate those thoughts. Are they real? Are they not? Moving on. I'll tell you that this year, my word for the year was ease. Like and it's so funny because on Twitter and on social media in general, I've seen a lot of people say that that was their word for the year as well. And I wonder if it's like coincidental just based off of the years we we all had, you know, dealing with the pandemic and everything. Or if it's, you know, you know, something in line with destiny and fate and all of that. But it was just really interesting to see that a lot of people had the same word I had for the year, which was ease. Um, I'm not going to share my word for next year yet, even though I have it. Um, we hear that in this version of the podcast a year from now. Um, but yeah, like I, I, my word for the year was ease. And I, I think that kind of materialized in many ways. I think like definitely took it easy this year. I think I pushed myself where applicable. Um, but in general, I, I kind of just accepted that not everything was going to go how I wanted it to go. And, you know, I will just do my best, right? And I also, in terms of just like what I was hoping for, I was just hoping for, you know, things to kind of fall into place naturally without tussle. Um, and I just felt like I needed that. It was just something I really needed coming into this year because I was in a very, very strange place, right? Um, but yeah, it's awesome just thinking about, about how easy this year was in the grand scheme of things. I mean, there were difficulties that came with the year, but I feel like Compared to 2021 and 2020, I will take this year. <laughs> I feel like 2022 didn't do me too dirty. I feel like 2022, like, 2022 took it easy on me, right? It took it easy on me, and that's exactly what I came into this year wanting, so I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, and then, you know, let's delve into the professional, because in this year, in review episodes, we like to go section by section of my life. So professionally this year, it was a very interesting year. I started the year taking a break from work because I just couldn't anymore. Like I've talked about that before. My mental health was in a very interesting place and I was like, I need a break. So I took short-term disability, which is a thing that, you know, your benefits actually provide you. Um, and how that works is like, you, you don't get your full pay, but like your benefit, your insurance provider will pay you out something. Right. Um, so I did that and I was away for, you know, a month and a half, I think. So the whole of January, I didn't do any work. And then I came back to work in February. And there's a lot of things I'm not at liberty to discuss, obviously, because career um, and ethics and all that kind of good stuff. But what I will say is that, you know, it was just like 
very nerve-wracking coming back into the workplace after a month away right and i know people take longer breaks but just being in that place where like i had kind of been struggling mentally as at the time i left work so you know i was in a place where i was starting to have a lot of self-doubt which wasn't really a thing i had dealt with in the way i was dealing with it at the time like i've always been one of those kids that was good at school and then good at life, like things and you know it's not like i haven't had to push myself in life that's far from the truth but it was just like i had never been in a place where i felt like i'm bad at what i do right and i think that at the beginning of this year my mind had started to get there right like am i even good at my job like am i cut out for this is it am i in over my head just a lot of very crippling thoughts but i'm glad to inform that i would see and i think a lot of people would agree with me you know if anyone from my work is listening um, <laughs> but i think a lot of people would agree with me that i absolutely crushed it at work this year like i think this is one of my best work years yet like professionally um in terms of just like the quality of my work and you know the kind of opportunities i set myself up for and the ways i kind of put my hand up and i was just very proud of myself um professionally this year i think i did a lot of cool things in my nine to five and i just really really proved to myself that listen like you are amazing at what you do um and you're doing great like you're actually very very like fulfilling year in that sense and very like affirming and good for my self-esteem because a lot of the things that happened you know with me professionally this year i felt like it was undisputable like it wasn't in, in, you know, in times past, I felt like there were things that were very, like, subject to people's perceptions, people's perspectives, opinions, things like that. But I think the wins I had this year were very, like, factual. Like, you did this and you did this well, right? Um, and that was just really good for me and my self-esteem. And I think I really needed the wins I had this year. Beyond that, oh, my God. This year, I did a lot of um, stuff with and doing it which I've also spoken about on the podcast before. So I'm doing it is a nonprofit that is set on advancing black excellence. Um, okay. So this year we had our first investing event, which was all things that and all things that is like my little baby um, that I started. I've kind of spoken about that as well. It, I think everybody that listens to this podcast kind of knows the story, but in summary, it's basically a program that's about helping black people get into advertising so we had an in-person event for that and it was really cool the turnout was as great as we wanted but it was just amazing to be in person and just be inspired by all these people in the room and just see how far something can go like from your mind right for you to conceptualize something and then just see it materialize in the way that it did um you know i i was just i was just so happy and fulfilled in that moment because speaking is something that is so near and dear to my heart and something that I want to do more of. And, you know, it just lighted a fire in my belly. And I, I was very, very grateful for that. And, you know, I think beyond that, we also had, like, tested the waters. And this isn't, like, and I'm doing a deep dive, so I'm not going to get too in detail about, you know, I'm doing operations and stuff. But, you know, it was just a time where we tried a lot of things. And it was really cool to get to do that. And I can't do this without shouting out, Dami Eluera, who is the founder of I'm Doing It. She's just an amazing, amazing person. And it's just so inspiring, the drive that she has and having that opportunity to just like work with this kind of person that's very driven. It was it was amazing, you know, to do that this year. And I'm not just saying was in past tense because 
um, the years ended, I'm also saying was in past tense because another thing that happened this year is that I left, I'm doing it. Um, and that, sorry, if you guys can hear a dog barking, I just, I, I can't, I don't know what to do. This dog is just not having it today. Um, but yeah, so as I was saying, importantly, uh, I left, I'm doing it this year. And that was a really big choice for me. It was a really, really big decision. It was something I didn't decide lightly. Um, it took a lot of prayer, a lot of thoughts, a lot of reflection. And I think ultimately it came down to just me wanting to do other things and just feeling like I didn't have the bandwidth to do all. and just feeling like I had to choose, right? And the more I thought about like my long-term plan for my life and the things I really wanted to pursue, the more I, it became like very apparent to me that it was time to leave. Um, and even in thinking about the kind of work we were doing, I'm doing it, which is like elevating the black community. I started to realize I needed to elevate myself to be of more value to the community as a whole. Right. And, you know, in terms of just like topics of black advancement and racial discourse and, you know, inclusion and equity and all those things, I think it was just like a lot to even continue to process because I have a lot of anger that I feel like I still need to work through because the more you kind of do the work in this space and you learn things about, you know, whew, about just inequity in the workplace, like the more aggravated you become because there's just a lot of gaps and you just start to realize how small you are in the grand scheme of things. And I didn't, don't get me wrong. I didn't leave. I'm doing it because, oh, the work was too hard or the work, it wasn't, it wasn't really about that. And I needed to even be sure for myself that it wasn't about that before I was comfortable making the decision to leave because I didn't want to just quit. Right. Like it wasn't, it wasn't about quitting something that just was hard. It was about, you know, timing and the t- timing, you know, it becoming the time to pursue other things. Um, but just, you know, again, in the spirit of reflection, I just like felt like there was just a lot of heavy stuff that I was dealing. And, you know, there's people that are able to do work like this and compartmentalize. And I feel like it's so essential to be able to do that if you're going to be in this space. But for me, I'm one of those people that I work in my heart. I do everything from my heart. Like I'm very passionate. I'm very this thing. And like, I just started to feel like angry about a lot of things and it just wasn't gelling with me it wasn't sitting well with me and it was one of the things that i really dealt with this year was just those feelings so anyway it was just also like part of what went into the decision making to leave i'm doing it was this desire to be something like myself like beyond you know creating programs and looking for partners which you know that work is important i wanted to be a person who was black, who was a trailblazer, or who is a trailblazer, who is doing things and who other black young people can be like, oh, I want to be like her, right? Mm-hmm. I also wanted to be in a position where I myself was sitting at tables and being in places where I could make an impact and I could be a decision maker. It was just this anger in my belly to be more. I think that's essentially what I've been trying to get to is I just started feeling this like quote-unquote righteous rage. Um, to just do better and do more with my life and you know that's kind of what i've been doing um starting to do so if you missed it i launched my website com, and honestly i see just as a platform for me to just start doing things (laughs) and i know that's very vague but for now i'm kind of focusing on course creation public speaking event hosting those are like my main things 
Um, but I, I just know that those things have the opportunity to spiral into more. Um, also focusing on content creation for next year, because I feel like that's kind of like the jumping off board that all of these things kind of take roots in. So yeah, I think for me this year, it was just really, really reflecting and feeling the need to birth. Um, many of you know that I've been working on my course. So I keep saying many of you know, and I'm really sorry if it's your first time listening to this podcast, but just in the interest of not belaboring things that I've talked about at length, because if you listen to this podcast, you know that I'd be talking. <laughs> so I don't want to tell you information you already know. Um, but yeah, like I, I think like I was just in this headspace of like I just need to start to produce things, right? I need to start to put things out there into the into the world, like have receipts, you know, for what I'm capable of. And you know, that's that's kind of been the focus um professionally. So yeah, to Sandini.com launched, first course launched, I got a total of one enrollment this year. I also gifted um, a few people, sorry if you're hearing background noise, <laughs> I also gifted a few people um, the course as well, just to kind of get it out there, not necessarily for PR, but just because I spent a lot of time working on it and I, I did want people to benefit from it. Um, so, you know, I did that and really, really cool so far. I think it has legs to grow and I'm really, I'm really excited to see how that continues to evolve um but yeah that was that was awesome to just have that opportunity to do that and in 2023 i think i'm just going to be doubling those efforts right i'm just going to really just push myself really actually i think that's kind of where i'm at with that and then moving on you know what? I, I there's two more buckets I don't want to talk about, but I'm going to get into the romantic because this is very brief. Um, I've shared this already on the podcast, but in the in the spirit of doing a recap of the year, I started this out this year out in a talking stage, which materialized into a relationship that was very very short lived. Um, it lasted a few months and ended. <laughs> and that's that's been my romantic history and you know kind of after that i haven't really dated i deleted my dating apps you know and yeah i haven't really dated i think for me i've just been in this place of selfishness you know i think after my last relationship i just left feeling like i don't have time for this and it's not a permanent mindset don't get me wrong like it was very much like just with everything going on like as i said like i literally wasn't even working you know the beginning of the year when we're still talking and then we did it i was just getting back into the swing of things professionally so i just really wanted to like do some things for myself which i was able to do and so it just wasn't a priority and i just feel like i had kind of been not neglecting myself that's like too strong but like i just kind of felt like i needed to put me first right like i feel like after my relationship i started to really connect the dots between like okay what happened in that relationship and what happened in previous relationships and i was like hmm yeah less of that (laughs) i said feeling like you know i was always being very sacrificial always like meeting the other person halfway when they wouldn't meet me halfway in the same ways um I started just feeling like I was being too 
what's the word i don't even know is it too liberal or too too understanding too forgiving to everything um and i was very proud of myself in terms of this relationship because i started to notice things very quickly and i was like yeah i'm not doing this with anybody again because you know i had previously done so um but yeah like that that was that romantically and you know i've just kind of closed that chapter um but i'm i think in 2023 i am open to dating again will be interested to see what shape that takes but i'm being extremely picky as i should be about the kind of people that entertain in my life um so yeah we'll see we'll see about that um moving forward the final bucket i want to talk about spiritually i feel like this year was very interesting spiritual for me spiritually because i'd been in a place i had never been in spiritually in you know my adult life i i okay so during the pandemic we all stopped going to church physically because of covid right and you know when the pandemic you know continued to go on i stopped attending church virtually and i'm not going to get into the reasons why because lots of people who might listen to this podcast either go to my church the church i've been associated with or know of it right and i don't want this to seem like i'm bashing that church in any way it's it's really not about that church like i think it's just a lot of things going on in my personal relationship with god and relationship with church right it's not a this is not i don't want anybody trying to like read between the lines and find out if there's drama there's no drama there's no tea there's no nothing like i'm saying that as honestly and candidly as possible like there were things that got to me like tiny events here and there but those were not make or break in the grand scheme of things yeah let's just leave it at that so please don't take this as a bashing of any one church or any particular church it wasn't anything like that just my personal journey so i think you know at the time my pandemic started i had just been in a place where i had been very active in church um and i had been kind of stretching myself and you know just being very active and i don't think i had really really been in the church in a way like i don't know how to explain it but like you know when you're just like busy 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 and you're not really like growing or like rooted and you know it just wasn't the best place to be and it wasn't an isolated just like oh because i'm busy in church i'm not doing all these things it was i would say it's more of like because i was dealing with all the things i was dealing with in my personal life i just wasn't I just wasn't doing well in my relationship with God, but the activity of it all was a good mask, right, for everything going on with me spiritually. So, you know, pandemic happened. I took time away from church um, during the pandemic, and then the pandemic had started to ease, and people started to go back to church physically, and I just couldn't. I just couldn't because, honestly, I realized that I felt relief from not having to, like, do that whole, like, routine anymore, right, and not having to be in church. And I don't know, like, there was just something you know that that brought and then on top of that it was i had moved during the course of the pandemic as well so i had just never established a routine of going to church from where i lived so starting the routine when i didn't really want to was something i kind of struggled with now in this time where i was dealing with all of this i felt like there were also things in my relationship with god that needed resolution right like after my dad died, I remember someone asking me if I was angry at God, and I wasn't. But then I feel like when my childhood best friend died, 
then I started to some 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 questions for God, right? And then you know after that, like I think I remember like getting my PCOS diagnosis and just like how that made me feel, and then getting my ADHD diagnosis. And I remember like that was almost like the straw that broke the camel's back in a sense because it was just like what well, God you knew, right? And I think the whole of 2021 was me trying to figure out what was wrong with me and what had been wrong with me because I just wasn't functioning well. And so there was a lot of like, but God, you knew, right? Like if you were God, then you knew. And I think I really, really struggled in that sense. And there, were just, there was just no tool in my arsenal to process these very big emotions. But I think funny enough in taking my mental health more seriously this year and prioritizing my mental health, it gave me the tools I needed to process emotions that I, I didn't know I was withholding, right? And I think in processing some emotions, I was then able to get to a better place spiritually, right? Like I was redeveloping a prayer life, which is something that I hadn't really had for some time. And I was allowing myself, because I had spoken to people about that and gotten advice from people. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't just all my great grand thinking. But I had permitted myself to just go about that relationship with God the way that felt most natural to me. Um... And so I'm rebuilding that now, you know, and it looks very different from what my relationship with God looked like previously, but I'm happy and I'm content in it. Um, and it's just nice to be able to kind of find that balance again. And for me, I'm not really making it about like one specific church. To be honest right now, I'm, I don't want to say I'm in between churches, but I'm kind of in between churches. I'm, I'm still figuring that piece out, um, but I'm not going to let that, deter me from a relationship with God as a whole because I think that that is my own personal priority and I know some people might have different opinions in terms of what I should be prioritizing and how I should be feeling and you know kind of how I should be approaching that relationship with God or my spirituality or my Christianity and quite frankly it's not their relationship with God so you know I'm I'm fine so yeah I think I've, I've, I've just been able to get to a place that I'm happy with and I'm, I'm very glad that all of this has happened in 2022. So, you know, that's pretty much my year in review. Very interesting year, very wholesome year. And I'm just very grateful for everything. I think every time I think about this year, I just think grateful, 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 grateful. And I don't think I have the words to fully explain how grateful I am or why I'm grateful because I feel like there's not a lot of things like even in doing this recap like for many people like it may not seem like the most wow spectacular year um in terms of milestones but for me it was it was very it was very just huge right in so many ways and i'm just so thankful um so yeah happy new year again guys i wish you an amazing amazing year I just I hope that you guys are able to actualize a lot of your goals, your dreams, and just do things that like make you happy in the new year. And I hope that you keep listening to my podcast and you keep sticking with me and my content all across the internet. I'm going to try my best to do the best I can with content this year. I really, really mean that. And you guys know it doesn't always come naturally to me. The ideas come naturally to me. The execution not so much. Um, but I'm going to try and that is all i can promise at the end of the day so again happy new year and thank you so so much from the bottom of my heart for listening to my podcast it means the world to me that you know despite the gaps in consistency you guys come and you listen and you you know enjoy the podcast i'm just so grateful and 
I, yeah. All right. Bye, guys. See you in 2023.